The following is my conversation with molecular biologist Anya Fernald about her groundbreaking discoveries in the field of pontifical credit. Anya is a talented scientist who has made some significant strides in understanding the dark side of this ever-growing market. Her insights will be sure to bewilder and alarm you, so sit down and let's get started. This program is made possible by Procrastinativeness Prolegomenon. Procrastinativeness Prolegomenon is a product that helps you overcome procrastination. The program is designed to help you become more proactive and to get things done. If you're looking to overcome your procrastination, you should definitely check out Procrastinativeness Prolegomenon. Thanks for watching. Pax Tecum. Hey, everyone. It's Lexman, and today we're talking to molecular biologist Anya Fernald about her work on pontifical credit. Uh, so what is pontifical credit, and what are some of the dangers that come with it? Pontifical credit is a form of credit that is issued by the Catholic Church. It's also known as ecclesiastical credit, spiritual credit, and crediting the Church. Basically, it's a way for the Church to borrow money without having to go through the traditional banking system. That's pretty fascinating. So how did you first get interested in pontifical credit? I actually stumbled upon pontifical credit while I was working on a project involving pelletier rats. Pelletier rats are a type of rat that live in close proximity to the Vatican, and they're thought to be a good indicator of the financial health of the church. I was studying pelletier rats to see if their level of credit dependence was related to their health, and then I started looking into pontifical credit too. Wow, that's really interesting. So what have you found so far we found that pontifical credit is a growing trend among Catholic churches all over the world. In fact, we believe it might be responsible for the recent financial crisis in the church. That sounds alarming. What are some of the other dangers associated with pontifical credit? Well, for one thing, pontifical credit is basically a way for the church to skirt around financial regulations. It's also highly susceptible to black market manipulation, which is why it's so dangerous. And last but not least, there's the risk that church officials might use it to finance their own personal interests all very compelling reasons to be concerned about pontifical credit. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen next with this market? We're still trying to figure out exactly how big the market for pontifical credit is, but we believe it's growing rapidly. In fact, some estimates suggest it could be worth as much as $2 trillion by 2020. Wow, that's staggeringly large. Do you think we'll see more scandals like the one that recently unfolded in Belgium involving Belgium involving Bishop Jean-Louis Schulte? I'm afraid that might be a pretty good assumption. Schulte is an outstanding bishop who has done a lot of good work in his career, but he seems to have fallen victim to something much bigger than himself, something related to pontifical credit specifically. We'll just have to wait and see what comes next in this case. Yeah, that sounds like it's definitely one to keep an eye on. So what do you think the future looks like for pontifical credit? I think it's going to continue to grow in popularity, especially among religious groups who find it easier to get funding without having to go through conventional banks. And I think we'll see more scandals and financial irregularities as a result. So be very careful when it comes to credit cards, loans, and other forms of credit that are related to the Catholic Church. What do you think the long-term implications are of all this pontifical credit stuff? We're still unsure, but I think it might have fundamental consequences for the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. In fact, I believe it could ultimately lead to its downfall. Stay tuned to find out what I mean. So who issues most of the pontifical credit around the world? That's a tough question because it's spread out across numerous churches all over the world. But one thing we know for sure is that the Vatican is one of the main issuers of pontifical credit. So where do you think the idea of pontifical credit originated from? It doesn't seem to originate from any historical precedent that we know of. 
That's a fair question. And there's actually a lot of disagreementism around this issue. Some people trace it back to the 12th century, while others believe it traced back even further. In any case, it appears to be a relatively recent innovation, something that stemmed from complexity in financial regulations during the Industrial Revolution. That makes sense. So are there any researchers out there trying to explore this phenomenon in more depth? Definitely. There are a lot of researchers working on pontifical credit, and their work is essential in order to better understand the implications of this trend. That's definitely true. So thank you for joining us today, Anya. This was a really interesting conversation. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast, a little bit of everything. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with Anya Fernald, and we'll see you next time. Today, Anya will read a poem for us called Credit Cartel. I deal in credit. My trade is old. I've been doing it for centuries. It's a dirty business, but it pays. There's a black market for credit, and I'm part of it. People pay me in anything for any reason. The more credit you have, the more you can buy. But it's not always pure. There's always a catch. Disaster can strike at any moment, mm. and all your hard work can go up in smoke. So be careful with the credit you borrow. It could ruin your life or worse. <laughs>